Hey guys, Braveheart Uncut here, and you're listening to Storytime, where I tell about certain moments in my life to help enrich others' lives and teach them about the character that God wants us to have. So first off, I want to start off saying that I hope you guys are having a great afternoon today or whatever day that you're listening to this. And I want to tell you guys that today's story time is going to focus on love. As a matter of fact, that is actually part of the title and which is called did I use love did I use love and so the reason why I named this this is I wanted to start off by explaining the world's definition of love and God's definition of love because it is not the same trust me there's a very vast and dramatic difference in the definition of love that you see in the world and the definition of love that comes from God, which is the only true, pure existence of the existence of it that it never really counts. And with the world's definition, it's selfish, it's self-serving, it's what can I get? What about me? I don't care about nobody else. What can I get? How can I move forward? How can I get ahead of others? It's always putting yourself before the needs of others. It's always putting yourself above others. It's always putting yourself in front of others. That's the world's definition of love. And also, I want to put a little rotten nugget in there because it's not a golden nugget. <laughs> Trust me. The world's definition of love not only includes selfishness and it's not only self-serving, it also includes lust, which means it will not last long. It's not true, pure love, which means if you make a mistake, unlike God's definition of love, some people, they will stop hanging around you. They will stop treating you the same. They will stop doing those things they used to do for you because guess what? They were only there for what they could get. They were only there for their benefit. They were only there to see what kind of benefit they can get out of you. And they were only there to see how long they could get the benefit out of you for. So please believe that the definition of love only comes from God's definition of love. Period. Trust me. It's a really messed up and flawed definition of what love is supposed to be, right? So, thankfully, God's love is pure, raw, and and unapologetic. Trust me. And most of all, forgiving, which is what the world's definition of love seriously lacks. A slew full of. The very essence of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and I believe it's verse 4 through 7, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'll put that in the description of this, gives the true, pure definition of love. It says that it's not boastful, it's not proud, it's, it is not envy, it is not boast, it endures all things. Try asking somebody in the world that ain't saved to do that. They will look at you. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't even describe the look. The look will be untold. They will look at you in an untold way and be like, what are you talking about? Especially when it comes to us loving our enemies, because that's where it matters the most. That is where God is really paying attention. Of course, he's paying attention, period. But God really pays attention to how you show love to people when you don't even like them. 
I mean, there's no doubt in the world they don't like that you don't like them, and they don't like you. Your family know you don't like them. Your friends know you don't like them. Your spouse know you don't like them. People, they know. People know that you don't like them. It's a universal language. It's a universal attitude that whenever this person is brought up, they know that you don't like them. That is where God is trying to humble you. That is that is the part where God wants to humble you because he knows that if he can humble you in loving your enemies, then he'll be able to use you in other areas that you never expected. And this brings me to something that happened to me not long ago.